Welcome to the Apparel Entrepreneurship Podcast. We are your hosts, Anna and Klaus Christensen, founders of Apparel Entrepreneurship, your go-to source for running and growing a successful, meaningful apparel brand. Each episode will give you hands-on tactics and practical strategies about everything apparel entrepreneurship. You'll also hear inspiring conversation with apparel industry experts and entrepreneurs about their tips and journeys in this fast-paced industry. And it's time for a new episode, number 65. And we have several new episodes lined up. So if you want to be the first one to hear these, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Let's start with today's episode. Anna. If you're a founder of a clothing brand, you're probably making some of the mistakes we're gonna talk about. We work with hundreds of brands. We've worked with hundreds of startups throughout the years through designer and apparel entrepreneurship. And today we're gonna cover 13 mistakes that you most probably are doing if you're launching your own brand in the startup phase. So the first mistake we're gonna talk about is that we see founders, they don't do enough market research or they even think it's unnecessary, but you need to do some kind of market research. You need to see what's out there in the market. You wanna see if there's a gap and if there's a demand for your products. Because it's so many times, if you do just this basic research, you will find out that there are many brands that do similar things that you do. So then it forces you to do something with your brand that makes it more different than others. You want to differentiate yourself from other brands that are already out there on the market. Many founders also don't see the need to be their own customer. This is actually a huge mistake because if you're your own customer, you understand the needs of your product. And hopefully you do have a product with a solution that you're solving in the market. And if you're your own customer, of course, you're going to understand what your own needs are. For example, if you're creating an activewear brand and you know exactly if you're doing a yoga brand, for example, then you know that, yes, I do need this type of material with this type of stretch with these type of seams. Of course, you're going to know how to use that product. But if you're not your own customer, then you won't understand the most basic needs of the products and also what the problem you're trying to solve with your product is on the market. So the third mistake we're going to talk about is not creating a business plan. We see many founders, they come up with this fantastic idea and then they're eager to get started. So they kind of skip this phase. But when you create the business plan, it forces you to answer the tough questions about your business, how you're actually gonna reach the market, what's the market gap, what's special with your brand. You, you have to force yourself to answer these questions early on so you don't stumble on them later in your business. So even if you don't wanna write it down, do it some other creative way, but start with a business plan. And when it comes to the business plan, you don't have to write this 100 page long essay. It can be a couple of pages, it can even be one page. The main things that you need to focus on at what's the problem that you're solving in the market? Who's your customer? What is the niche that you're going to cover? And what the positioning is of your brand? Another mistake we see founders make is that they don't have a launch schedule meaning that everything that you're doing in terms of design, in terms of product development has a schedule because you're looking at lead times, you're looking at factories, you're looking at suppliers, all those factories, all the suppliers, everything has some sort of a lead time. Factories are not gonna be all of a sudden, yeah, we're sitting here waiting for your products, come to us whenever you have time. Most of the time, they're fully booked. So you need to schedule your production in into their own schedule. So basically create, a timeline. 
look at when do you want to launch and reverse engineer from there. And the next thing we see is the businesses and brand founders, they don't create a detailed budget from the start. They might think, well, I don't have all the numbers. I don't know how much this is going to cost, but you can fairly easily make estimations early on and then create a budget because you don't want to run out of money before you even launch. And this has happened quite often, unfortunately. When you make these calculations early on, you know what's feasible and if you have to adjust your entire strategy for launching your business. Also, you will know how much money you have in your wallet. If you can create a 20 piece collection or if you can only launch with three styles, for example, because that's the budget you have. And also one thing we want to say is that you, even if you set a budget, most probably you will have to at least double that because that's where it's going to end when it comes to marketing, when it comes to your sales material, when it comes to maybe it's not enough to create only prototypes, maybe you need four prototypes, uh, etc. So yes, you will need a lot of money, but of course, the fewer products you're going to create, the less it's going to cost you. And this leads us into the next mistake is that you're starting with too big of a collection. And yes, we hear this constantly. How many products do I need? Some come to us, especially at Designer, which is our design agency. They're like, yeah, I want to create a 26 piece collection. And we're asking them, so what's your budget? And then they don't have their budget is this tiny, but the collection is this big. <laughs> it kind of needs to go hand in hand. So again, you do not need to start with an entire collection. It's a true story from when we started our first brand, Sanaya. Our collection had everything from jackets, mid layers, base layers, bottoms. It was a full range collection. And when we entered the market, basically all the buyers just wanted to buy the outerwear. And of course we put the majority of the products on hold and actually launched with only the outerwear because that was the only pieces that the buyers wanted to buy. So come to the market with a couple of products, test the market, see, what do your customer actually want to buy? What do they actually like? Most of the time, it's not even the products that you've intended to be your core products. So test the market, start with a couple of products uh, or a smaller range at least, and then you see what does the market dig? That's where you're gonna need to focus and create more products and kind of go deeper into that sphere instead of launching with a you know, full-on collection and you're all scattered and you know products are my, most probably gonna cannibalize on each other's sales and so it's just gonna be a mess. You wanna focus, you wanna niche, and then you wanna test the market before you kind of go from there. We also see brands launch without a price strategy and you need a price strategy in place so you know that you have enough margin to cover your costs and expenses. You want to make a profit from the start and not just wing it. If you wing it and you see how it goes, then you will run out of money pretty quickly. So you have different strategies. You can go based on the cost price of the product. You can go for a premium strategy. There are several ones, but have one in place. So whenever you do the product development and you look at fabrics, you look at factories, you know if this is within your strategy and within your budget. And then of course, your price strategy is dependent on the positioning of your brand. Where do you want to position your brand in the marketplace? This ties back into you doing the market research. And this ties into the next mistake, which is that you're having wrongly priced products. 
So what do we mean with this is that your price needs to affect the product that you want to create with, in terms of the quality of materials, in terms of, of the features, in terms of what it's supposed to do, etc. So do you have enough margin? Do you have enough, uh, you know, enough quality for it? Let's say you price your product, you, you, you make it, you make it really cheap, but then your positioning as a brand is high price. This is not a match. The same goes the other way. If you have a really high priced product and then you also have really cool, like high quality on the materials and everything in the product development is really expensive, but then you don't have enough margin so you can take back and invest in the business, then that's also wrongly priced product. So basically, even if you have a great strategy, make sure you have the right prices for your market as well. So let's dig into this one. And this is a quite common mistake that we see. That's the founders, they look at competitors and then they think it's safer to copy what they are doing. They see, okay, they've already done this. I will do it exactly the same. But what will happen is that you will just be number two. You will copy them, but they have paved the way and they are the brand leader or the market leader in that position. And also, you never know what their strategy is. You don't know the quantities they have. You don't know what they have negotiated in order to make their brands work. So you're copying something that you actually don't know how it's working. You can always look at competitors. You can see, look at other brands. It doesn't have to be another clothing brand. It can be inspired, but you have to do something on your own. You have to make your brand unique in order to stand out. The most important is to stay clear to your concept what you're trying to achieve, what your bigger goal is, what problem you're trying to solve, and who your target customer is. That, if you, if you know this, plus your vision and mission and your, you know, your values, this is enough for you to create something extremely unique. We have a, a metaphor for this. It's like there's hundreds of thousands of millions of chefs out there. And basically, many of them have the same recipe. But in the end, the recipe tastes, the meal tastes different. So it's for you to create your own recipe with your brand. What values, what ingredients do you put in there to create your own thing? Of course, people are doing hoodies. Of course, people have will have the same price points. Of course, you might find the same materials as other brands, but the exact ingredients with the story and the, the problem you're solving and the exact product with the colors and your story, that's gonna be completely unique to you. So focus on that instead of looking at all the other brands and trying to kind of copy everybody. Mistake number 10 is that you're doing this to get rich. Well, hopefully you wanna get rich and be successful, but that shouldn't be the only pure reason. No, because if this is your only main, main focus, it'll be really hard because you're, starting a brand should be your long-term thing. It's not going to happen in the next six months or the next one year or two years. Hopefully it will, but you're looking at this for long, a long period of time. And if you're only looking at when do I get, do I get my ROI? Do I get my ROI? When, when, how much money am I earning and am I getting in? Then this is going to kind of take away from the focus of creating a really good product of, you know, satisfying your customers of making something unique in the marketplace. And yes, if you're doing that, then the money will come. But if you're starting with, I want to earn money first. It's no, you want to shift the focus from the money to the product and the business. And making your customer happy, super happy. And the next mistake that we're going to talk about is a big one. The brand founders, they don't 
figure out what's their why. Why are they doing this at all? And having a why is like having a guiding star through when running your business. Whatever you do, whatever decision you make is gonna be based on your why. What's your purpose for running this? And we just mentioned, if it's just money, well, be it. But then you know every decision that you make is just to make that earn as much as possible. And probably it's not gonna be the best product you're gonna make. For example, when we launched our brand, our why is to create the best traveling gear and the most versatile products there were. And actually, we wanted to create this concept to satisfy our own needs because I'm a former national athlete, so travel the world and hated to pack everything for competition, for training, for, you know, everyday, whatever activities. And so I wanted to combine garments that kind of had the same features that, you know, something to be active event but also that worked for everyday life so we wanted to create that mix and that was our own needs when you know your why it's easier because then this is your kind of you know your drive your but if you're constantly again looking at what everybody else is doing or if you don't know why you're waking up in the morning what the problem is that you're trying to solve then it's going to be really really hard and also your concept is going to be really like Another extremely important, we kind of touched a little bit on this earlier, is that you do not know your core values for the business. Basically, what are core values? The core values are your rules that you do your business, that you basically kind of, if you don't know, understand it's kind of, this ties into your personal values. Do What are your own personal values? You know, to be honest, maybe sustainability is extremely important for you as a person, but also this is something that you want to bring in into your brand. So then everything that you're doing kind of ties back into those core values. Also transparency, maybe that's a huge thing then this needs to tie back into your core values. And when you have your core values in place, it's going to be much easier to make every decision. And I mentioned sustainability. Let's say that's one of your core values. So when you look at a fabric, you can easily see, is this sustainable according to your standards and quality or not? And then you can take the decision. And the next thing, okay, we're going to ship it in this way. Is that sustainable? So every decision you can, just as you why, you can measure against your core values. Basically, there will be your non-negotiable and everything you're doing will be according to this. You're almost like checking off a list every time you're making decisions, every time you're putting a new product into to, you know, existence, every time you're picking materials, working with manufacturers or even, you know, doing your sales. What shops are you going to sell to? These will also have to have the same core values as you do, because this is going to be, I mean, your brand is going to have its own values, but then everybody that touches your brand needs to kind of continue using your core values as well. And the next mistake is that brand founders, they only look at their own schedule and they ignore lead times and production capacities. Meaning that if you just look at your own schedule, you see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be done with this here. I'm going to launch at this stage. You ignore the time that it actually takes to order material, to launch a production. And the factories, they can plan their time a year, a year and a half in advance. So you have to make sure your production schedule fits in with their production schedule. Some materials have 90 to 120 days lead time. Sit on that. It's a long time. <laughs> if you don't plan that in, you're screwed. Of course, if you're only gonna launch a really tiny collection with materials that you find on stock or something, fine. But if you're gonna produce your own, your own materials in your own colors, then 
yeah, it's you need to wait and you need to plan it in for your launch. So basically you reverse engineer, reverse kind of calculate everything from when you want to, to launch to how to fit in the materials to how, when to do your, your marketing pitch to you kind of reverse engineer from there. So in the beginning, if you have your own plan and you don't know all these things, just keep it open until you figure these things out, until you make the plan more certain and maybe talk to investors and people around you when you're going to launch. And that's it for today. In the next episodes, we're going to talk about even more mistakes we've seen when it comes to running your business in product development and in marketing and sales. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast to be the first one to hear this out. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review. It would mean the world to us. Thank you very much. Have a great day and talk to you soon.